Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. I am so thankful that you're here today. This is a little bit of a different episode because it's just me giving you some advice that's going to help you when you're preparing for a difficult encounter. And the reason I'm giving it is because if you're walking into my mediation, it would be helpful for you to learn this information. And then I end the episode just with a little pep talk about resilience and how to help you through some difficult times by changing your mindset. I'm, I'm excited that you're here. Thank you so much. Hello, I am really glad that you're here. And if you are, you know, going into a difficult situation, this video is going to help you. And I am um, using tips that I've learned from experts on my podcast, from books that I've read, and from just doing the work of mediation. So I use this for my mediation clients because I want them to be prepared before they come to the mediation Um as you know, we want every experience to help us grow. And I especially want to help my clients feel like they're growing through a mediation. And a lot of times you are dealing with lots of feelings um, coming into this, whether you're the one who is asking for the divorce and you're maybe feeling guilty about that, or you could have sadness. I think what I'm going to kind of talk about is anger, but you can use these tools for any of the emotions that you kind of call negative to help you through it. So I think what helps the most, I'm going to give you first some tips that are going to help you prepare for the mediation or the other difficult situation that's coming up. And then we're going to talk about what you can do when you're in the moment to deal with it. So um, one thing that I think is really important that I have learned through my own coaching, um, and, you know, through other psychologists who have been on my podcast is that I think so many times people will judge their feelings. Like even me calling them difficult feelings, anger, sadness, you know, if you're going through a divorce, you can call it righteous anger because you have every right to be angry or sad. So the first step is to just be aware and let yourself feel it and don't judge it. I have found in my own life that when I do this, when I just recognize it and let it be, sometimes the feeling even goes away. But before you're getting ready for your mediation or your difficult situation, I'm just going to call it mediations from now on. I want you to sit down and I actually I'm going to go through some steps that I take to prepare for every mediation that I do for all my life things that I do. And if you have a piece of paper, I would just write down C-T-F-A-R. 
And what those stand for are circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. So if you have a mediation coming up, the circumstance line can say mediation. What I often do is I kind of just leave a blank. I put T, that stands for thought, F for feelings, A for action, and R for result. So I jump way down to the result. And so if I were coming into a mediation, the result that I would want to be is to successfully have come to an agreement and to have been heard. So, you know, successfully coming to an agreement, of course, is what works for you. And you could be more specific with that, you know, but I'm going to put down that as a general statement right now, which is, you know, what, what most people are going after when they're coming into a mediation. So I then kind of am going to work backwards. So this is how I am intentionally going to make this work. So the circumstances of divorce mediation, I want the way bottom row to be that it's successful. So now you're going to go and you're that A line, that action. So what has to happen for that to be successful and think through it. And it has to be that you're going to share your issues and what matters to you. And you're going to talk politely to each other. So you can, you can take care of your side of that. So when you, that's the actions that you're going to need to take to make this result happen. Then I'm going to move back a step and we're going to look at the feelings that you need to have. And what I have found is most important in my mediations is that people feel safe. And when you feel afraid, it can cause anger and sadness and overwhelm. It can cause so many feelings. So that's why you're working with me. And I want you to know that you are in a safe environment. And my job is to share with you that you are in a safe environment. You are with a professional that's going to help you, that's going to be listening for your issues, that's going to try to be aware of any emotions where we need to stop. Um, the mediation is a confidential session. So you don't have to be afraid that if you throw out a number for child support, that that's going to be used against you. Because if things blow up, which I haven't had them blow up, but if they were to, and you had to go, you know, to court to fight this out, nothing that we talk about in the mediation is confidential. It is a safe setting. And I think especially when we're doing this virtually so often now, you're in the safety of your own, own home. You've got me there. Um, and it is a place where we can share ideas. So I think that feeling for me in a mediation is really important. And then you go back to the thoughts, which I kind of talked about when I talked about the feelings, and I don't mean to mix those two together. So to feel safe, maybe a thought that you could have, which I gave you earlier, is I'm in a safe environment. I've got a professional helping me walk through this. I'm going to get legal information on this. So I have all the tools that I need. So I'm telling you that 
if you can take the time, it doesn't take that long, um, and journal this and write this down before we meet for our mediation, you are going to be so prepared for the session and seeing it happen. It isn't woo-woo. It really does help. And I want you to be successful and I want it to go well. So this is an important piece of homework that I have my clients do. Um, and like I said, you can do it for any situation. Another way that you can use that model is if you're feeling really scared about it, um, you can just do a realistic model of the circumstances and mediation. The thought is, um, I don't know if I can handle this. The feeling is, um, I'm really scared. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go through this. And then when you look at it that way, you know that that's going to have you showing up the action line, not your best self, which probably isn't going to get you the result that you want. So you can look at, if you're not thinking right about it, you can look at the unintentional model and you can change it. And changing it is the basic concept is to change the thought. So if you're feeling afraid and the thought is, I can't do this, um, you know, I'm not going to get, I don't, I don't have everything I need to do this. You can change that by saying, it's quite possible that I have all the tools that I need. And I find that when you change your thought to something, I'll just tweak it a little bit so that it's believable, you can just get a sigh of relief. And so a lot of times, rather than jumping into the intentional model that I gave you first, people will go into this unintentional model um, and work through that and then take the step to how do I really want to think about this? And you guys, it is amazing. It has changed my life and it can change your outcome in mediation. So I just wish this for you and I want you to be able to learn this. And this is kind of, you know, the Kosky Law and Mediation is teaching you how to self-coach because you got here doing all the things that you're doing. And now let's move forward. Let's move forward with these tools so that you can use them for the rest of your life. You can self-coach. So start out by doing it through the mediation. You know, do that unintentional model and realize that if you were to follow that, you'd kind of be using your primitive brain. It's there for a reason. You needed it at one time. Um, but it's not going to be something that's going to serve you well when you need to think through, um, you know, coming to really good, solid agreements that you need. Um, okay, so those are things you can do before the mediation. Now, if you get into the mediation or the difficult situation and you're finding that your mouth is dry, your hands are sweating, you're feeling angry, you're feeling afraid, there are some things you can do. And one thing I want to let you know is when you're working with me, I'm going to be really tuned in. I'm also going to be taking notes and listening a lot. So if there is something that comes up, alert me to it please. Um, even if it's just a little bit of a feeling, because sometimes just taking a little bit of a break and breathing is going to be helpful. And I'm here to allow you to do that. So, so just make sure that you're aware 
of these feelings coming up, one thing that I've learned that you can do is by taking the um, palm, the heel of your hands and pushing them into your seat, it's going to relieve you. It just kind of loosens up your shoulders. Sometimes if you need to get grounded, if you're, if you're heading down the wrong direction, this is something that I learned from the lovely Dr. Elizabeth Cohen, um, is like pick out three red things in the room and then three yellow things in your room and just ground yourself for a moment. Um, and you know, just let me know, just being aware of it and letting me know is going to help you. Another thing that is extremely helpful when you're going into a difficult meeting or mediation is to bookend it by doing nice things for yourself. So whatever that is, getting a latte before the mediation and ending with a jog, you know, or anything that getting a massage on either end of it. A lot of times people will do it before and then they forget to do it at the end. And that's really important because I want you to take care of yourself through this. And I want you to grow through this. And this is going to be something that you can do for the rest of your life. If you have something hard to do and you do something nice for yourself before and after, and it can be as simple as huh, my, one of my favorites, having a piece of dark chocolate. I mean, that is one of my favorite things to do. So um, those are some ways that you can deal with anger during a mediation. And these are ways that you can prepare for difficult mediations, conversations, meetings in the future. If you are going through a divorce or have questions about divorce or are just afraid about things, I really want to help you. Please go to lisakoski.com and just send me a note um, and set up a free consultation. We have so many ways to serve people because we know everybody has different needs. There's one-on-one, -on -one, there's on-demand, and I'm very excited to now be offering a group divorce process. So we actually will be in community with other people. It'll still be completely anonymous, but this is launching on November 9th, and we're going to be doing a group divorce project. So if you want to learn more about that or any of our services, go to lisakoski.com. I'm here and I really want to help you. Okay, so I just stated that you can, that divorce can be a gift. And some of you might be like, maybe ready to punch me in the face because you're thinking, how am I going to keep going on? Life is so hard. And so I want to help you with that a little bit at the end of you know this episode by talking about resilience. And um you know, how can you keep going when life is hard? And I've been through hard things too. And, um, you know, how are you going to have the energy to process this? You're probably feeling nervous and weary and scared. And resilience is how you make the next step. And I think that, you know, I talked about your mindset and your thoughts. If you can make peace 
with what you're going through. And I know that sounds really hard, but it's accepting the change because if you don't, the mental energy that you use dealing with, you know, what you wish could have been or you wish that it was different is really just a waste of time. And I know you're probably feeling bitter and angry and frustrated and and it's not fair. Or you might be on the other side where you're feeling you know, guilty because you want the divorce and that's real too. So all of those feelings, but here's the deal. If you focus on them, you're going to get, go down that rabbit hole. So accepting the change is awesome. It's a first step, but you also need to just make peace with it. Allow it, even if it's hard and it's not what you've chosen. If you can get to a point where you are at peace with it, you will be able to move on and work through your divorce paperwork so much better. And I think this is what helps me change my mindset and make peace. It is be grateful. And I know that we hear that over and over again, but it is a tool that I use and I am not lying. There are days when I wake up and I am inundate it with negative thoughts and feelings. And, and then I stop myself and I just become grateful for the little things. It might be the pillow under my head, but you know what? It feels really good. It might, you know, because honestly, you guys, we are so blessed. And I think if we can start looking at that and when I, you know, when I think about my clients and going through this and, you know, they can get all wrapped up in, oh, I wish you didn't move so far away from me and I don't get to see the kids enough. I guess what you need to do is be grateful for your children. Be grateful for the time that you do get to see them and start from there. And when you start focusing on that, you're going to be able to work through things better and just have a better life. This is going to help you with your future, with hard things you go through in the future. And honestly, the people that I have seen go through this with integrity, through divorce, with integrity, working together, they always, when they look back, are so grateful that they took the step, they are in a better place, and they have learned so much. So, Just remember, you have control over your thoughts. So when you start to feel something that is not going to help you, is not going to serve you, I want you to identify the thought that is going with that feeling because you you need to know for sure what you're scared of. And then if you can surround yourself with what you're grateful for, you're going to be able to make peace because you're going to understand how much abundance you actually have. So I I don't want this to sound like woo, but I really, really want my clients to grow through this. And, And I do want it to actually become a gift for you. So you have the ability to choose your thoughts. And I want you to focus on things that are going to serve you well. So I hope this helped you because that is what I am here for. You have a beautiful day and thank you so much for joining me on Doing Divorce Different. (music) 
Thanks so much for joining me. I hope that you are well prepared for a difficult encounter or mediation session and that you have learned how to gain a peaceful mindset. Take good care and look for me at lisakoski.com. I'd love to do a free consultation to help you through your divorce. Thank you.